Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, the journey is the outcome. Sit back and relax and let's get started. So here we are on December 6th, 2021. And this morning, I witnessed a miracle. Now, this isn't the first time I've witnessed a miracle on December 6th, but, and perhaps it won't be the last, but this morning, I definitely witnessed one. So, as any of you know, any of you that have been following this podcast for any period of time, you know that I have been talking about a book and working on a book for pretty much the entire time that I have been doing this podcast, which I started I started this podcast on October 31st, 2018. And since that time, I've been talking about this book. Off and on. And there was times when I would declare it because I wanted you guys to all know about it and it to be out there to at some level put a frame on myself to try to help me get it done. Now that origin of that book came from some prayer and meditation that I had done where I feel I felt like I had gotten a very it wasn't even a feel, I knew that I gotten a very specific set of instructions back in early 2018. And it was really three things. Launch the podcast, write the book, wait for further instructions. And I've had those three things in my mind for years now. Launch the podcast, write the book, wait for further instructions. And so I got those instructions back in 2018, early 2018. And for about six months, seven months, I recorded a podcast every day, but I never published them. They never went out to the public and still I have a whole archive of my early podcast, about a hundred north of a hundred podcasts, didn't publish them, had too much fear, too much uncertainty, but I started getting reps. Finally, on October 31st, 2018, I finally pushed the button and actually launched the podcast to the world. And it was so scary, but in a moment of spirit-driven courage, I published it. And that began that journey. Around that same time, I also started working on the book. Now, I didn't have anything to, to go, on the, go on for the book other than this idea, this idea of the sales war. And The subtitle is How to Dominate Your Marketplace Without Sacrificing Your Body, Marriage, Children, or Your Soul, which you're familiar with here on this podcast. I didn't even know what the sales war was. It had come to me, that that term had come to me in in uh, in a meditation, in a prayer. Didn't even know what it was. I just wrote it on the wall. But I saw it as the title of a book. So that began that journey. And and in um, late 2018, I started trying to write. I don't know. I have never written a book. I had no idea on the, even the first part of how to do this. But I just knew I was called to do it. And over that period of time, I've had certainly had ups and downs, but it's always been this background thing that I've been carrying around 
where it's one of those big commitments that I know that I've made and I know that I'm called to do, but I haven't done it yet. Or at least that was my story. And I would go through periods of time where I would just put it on the shelf and not worry about it. Then I have times where I would get really committed and start trying to work on it again, start and stop and start and stop. And it was painful. Every time I'd stop, I'd have to basically start from a, a standing stop again. By the way, here's a tip. If you ever write a book, don't ever stop writing it. Tip number one for myself, <laughs> for the next one, God willing. If you start writing a book, don't stop writing it. But I did that many times. And I struggled and I went through one editor and then I went through another editor and then another editor. And every time I would learn something, but I kept running into these walls. Well, fast forward to this year. I, uh, I finally, I, I, st- I just, I was committed, but I still was trying to do it myself, self-sufficient. And I started praying and asking for help. And uh, I don't know why it took me so long to pray and ask for help for something I feel God told me to do but finally did. And we've experienced all kinds of chaos in the last four or five months. So this book kind of took a backseat and it really wasn't something I thought about. But very recently, uh, some friends came into my life, our life, our family's life. And one of our friends, a woman named Aletha, uh, said she, she does some she does some editing and I said well here I'm working on this book and one thing led to another she said she wanted to read it her and her husband Mike wanted to read it let them read it and uh, next thing I know she started editing it and in about three days she took what had done what had taken other editors weeks or months she did in about three days and all of a sudden there was momentum inside of this, what had felt like forever was an impossible game. I did not have a way forward. I did not know how to get there. But Aletha edited, and then I started writing. And she edited, and I started writing. And she she edited, and I started writing. And uh, all of a sudden, there was not just a little momentum. There was tremendous momentum. And in what can only be described as, I would call it, spirit-led editing, Uh, We blew through this book in about two weeks and took it from kind of a train wreck to something that's real. And I thought, okay, I can actually, this is going to be possible. I can see, I can actually see the light of the tunnel after nearly four years of working on this. And Today, this morning, I had just a few edits left. But there was still something missing in the book. There was something missing and I wasn't sure what it was. I felt like there were some loose ends in the book, in the story. 
Now, again, if you have followed this podcast, you know the story of the podcast and its genesis and my journey from a man that was completely lost in the dark, very good at sales, excellent at sales, crushing the numbers, but at the same time worshiping at the false idol of a number and sales awards, taking all my significance from systems of the world. And in that place, losing track of the fact that I had a beautiful wife, a woman who fears the Lord, something more precious than rubies, as it says in Proverbs. Truly a wonderful and precious thing. And I had two beautiful children. One who, Annie Grace, who's, since she's been little, has been speaking in the spirit. Showing me the power of saying thank you and will you to our Father in heaven so that I could feel, and when she did that to me, opening up the, 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 the space to see what, what it's like to, to be God when he has his children saying, thank you and will you. And then the little catalyst of Perry, who was born with club feet, bilateral club feet, who went through intense therapy and over a thousand nights of wearing braces, And she was the catalyst for me to wake up, to wake up from the sleep that I had and the upside down priorities of a man who was far more interested in chasing down big numbers than listening to what God had for him. What I came to find was, is that you can actually still get the big numbers, but you can do this without burning everything down. Hence the subject matter of this podcast. But Perry was core to the story. And she was core to the book as well, because that's exactly where the book begins. It be- the book begins with her birth. Well, I mentioned that she had been in, ca- she had been in braces a little over a thousand nights. Well, I'm going to go back and share something that was on this podcast that was, uh, that was uh, an event that happened on December 6th, 2019. On December 6th, 2019, two years ago today, I was in the gym. I was in the gym listening to scripture, doing my, what I call the spiritual warfare protocol, listening to scripture and doing my workout. 600 reps, my 600 rep life workout that had been given to me by Coach Terrence Mitchell, God rest his soul. And... I was doing my workout very much in the spirit and praying for my daughter, Perry. And the book of Mark came on and the story of Jarius and his daughter who died comes on. And in that story, if you're not familiar, Jesus goes to the leader's house. Everyone uh, says the girl is dead. He says she's not dead. She's just sleeping. Everyone laughs at Jesus and he goes in and takes just her parents and the apostles that were with him 
takes her by the hand and he says two words, Talitha Kumi, which is Aramaic for little girl, I say to you, arise. And the little girl gets up immediately. She gets up and starts to walk. Well, I listened to that scripture and I was thinking about my daughter who was in braces and I've been wearing braces every single night for over a thousand nights. Little girl arise. And I started crying. And I sent my wife a text. I sent her the scripture with a little crying emoji. And she sent me a text back and she said, she's taking off her shoes. Now, the implications of that are the doctors had told us that when she takes off her shoes, that's about the time she's done with her braces. So literally at the same time that I'm listening to the story about Jesus saying, little girl arise about a mile away from my, where I was, where I was, my daughter is taking off her braces for the last time. The providence couldn't be denied. And it was, Yet another miracle that's come through our little Perry. So fast forward. As I'm getting ready to complete this book that Aletha and I have been working on the last couple weeks, I realized there's something missing and I had a commitment to get it to the printer today. But there was still something missing and still some things that I had to tie up and I was up early, early this morning, 3.30. And working on this and trying to struggle through it. And finally, I had the idea. I knew exactly how I could close out the book, what story I could use, what anecdote. It was about Perry's final day in her braces. So I went to go look up the text messages that I had sent my wife because I wanted to revisit the conversation. And As I went back and looked at the text messages, I saw that I had sent the text message at 748 on December 6th, 2019. And you're here to hear it first on the podcast. I looked up at my clock to see what time it was today. And can you guess what time it was while I was writing this? 748 a.m. It was as if God was telling me there's no way you could have completed this until this moment right now. And I'm going to show you that. I absolutely stood in awe. I just, what do you, what do you even do (laughs) other than just stand back and say, God is good in absolute awe of his spirit working. So much of the time we're asking for God to show us a sign, show me the way, show those things. But then there's those moments where he just shows you. He shows you. This this was, I mean, there's there's no probability that makes this possible. It was the exact minute, two years to the minute, not to the day, to the minute that this came up, that I was gonna write this story about something that had happened. There's no way, as much as I struggled, as much as I fought, 
as much as I tried to do it myself, there's no way this book could have been completed any earlier than this today on that minute. So then I had to ask the question, then what's the lesson here? What is the, what is the revelation? And I realized, I realized that the entire thing that I was called into here was not God calling me to complete an action. That is to write the book or finish the book or publish the book. That was never what he called me to do. He called me to go on the journey of writing the book. The journey itself was the outcome. Because as I look back and think about the the three years, four years, three and a half, four years that I've been working on this, I can look at the book as a project. And as I look back on my journey with that thing, I can clearly see now all of the times where I relied on myself, I I was I was just absolutely in chaos. And in those times of chaos, I would eventually get to the point where I would have to lean on him. And when I did, things move forward. Why should I expect that anything that God has called me in to do could be accomplished by anything other than? than entirely relying on him and being not self-sufficient, but God-sufficient. Perhaps that entire journey was just to teach me that. I mean, I started thinking about, in the in scriptures you think about Moses, right? He goes on the journey. He goes on a, he's, he's on a journey for, you know, years he doesn't even really get started till he's 80. But he, he goes on this journey for years. And then not only from where he starts through Egypt and the bush and all the, like all of these things, then leading, leading uh, Israel out of the promised land in 40 years, all of these things. He was called to lead them to the promised land. But he didn't get to go to the promised land. But did it mean Moses didn't grow? Did it, does it, did it mean Moses didn't grow closer to God? No, God didn't call Moses to the promised land. God called Moses to the journey to the promised land. So where right now in your life are you struggling? Because you're frustrated with the fact that the promised land hasn't shown up or that an outcome hasn't shown up that you either want or perhaps you feel called to. Where right now is that outcome that you know, you know, mate, you're very convicted is something you're called to, and yet you feel like you're being you're being you're being restricted. There's resistance. What might be possible if you recognize that you're not being called to the outcome? You're being called to the journey to the outcome.
the journey itself is the gift. And so you can look at this and say, just keep going. Because I will come to the outcome. I will come to that promised land. I will come to that completed book. I'll come to that rejuvenated relationship. I will come to that reconnection with my children. I will come to that connection with God. I'll come to that great business outcome, whatever it might be. I will come to that point entirely based on God's will, not through my own force, not through my own power. And what might happen if you ask yourself the question of what am I, what gifts have I been given on this journey so far? What gifts have I been given on this journey so far? And what other gifts might be available for me just around the corner? Because I can tell you, had this book ended any earlier, it wouldn't be what it is today. There's no way. I, I, the story, the way it gets closed out, there, there's no, I could never have seen this other than today. It took, it took the, 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 the alignment of all of these miracles to this moment for this to come, come, come about. And so I hope that by sharing this, you're able to ask yourself the same question in your life. What journey right now is actually your outcome? And I am pleased to say that the book is on its way to the printers for the first run of, a short run of, uh, of copies. For those of you that have listened and have, have encouraged me and have sent messages and continue to ask me, hey man, where's the book? And just uh, support the podcast with messages and leaving reviews on iTunes and do all those different things. Every single one of you energetically has contributed to this journey for me. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, how much I honor you for being willing to listen and be part of the story. The journey to the sales war has been a journey with all of you for all of you. Because I did know, I did know that there was a reason to write this book. And I was told very clearly that there is one man, at least one man, that'll read this. And it will change his outcome because right now he's very much in the dark. And it'll communicate to him one thing that I hope to communicate to any of you listening right now. You're not alone. No matter where you are, you're not alone. So I want to thank you because on this journey because of you i never felt alone either and of course i always had my shepherd watching me even when i wasn't necessarily watching him so that's what i got for you today check the link in the show notes go to the saleswar.com there'll be more uh, links and things like that that'll be coming out but you'll be able to find a 
uh, sign-up sheet or find links to find how to get this book in the coming days, the coming weeks. It'll be a few weeks before it's officially out. But if you'd like to get an advanced copy or get on the list, please feel free to reach out. My email is in the show notes as well. Uh, Brian Q. Davis at thesaleswar.com. Feel free to reach out, send me a note, send me a message. I love those and they, uh, I truly, truly appreciate them. But that's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. More to come. 